Uh, hey, welcome guys. This is my first in a, a series of videos uh, I'm calling Unplugged where I catch up with old friends and, and people in my life that, that I haven't seen in a long time or even people that just, you know, are, are very intriguing, have intriguing lives and I want to get to see, I want to, I want to get a window into, into, into some of that and hopefully we'll get some awesome stories, feel inspired, you know, and just feel, feel connected because, uh, you know, I'm trying to encourage people to social distance, but we can still, you know, see each other uh, and, and catch up and whatnot. Uh, so my first guest is my, my high school choir teacher, Mr. Aaron Rodriguez. Uh, and I was just telling him how uh, when I first emailed him, I, I was really conflicted between wanting to write out Mr. Rodriguez or, or Aaron Rodriguez, because uh, like, I'm an adult now, so I should call you just Aaron. But that feeling as a kid that you still want to say Mr. Rodriguez, it's still, it's still there. So I'm like, I'm trying to fight it. Uh, but we've, 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 we've seen each other after I graduated. We, we hung up a few times. And, and, sure, sure. You know, you know, and I want to thank you for coming to my father's funeral. That, that meant a lot. Uh, oh, of course. See, it, was, it was great to see uh, my teacher and somebody who, who uh, and I'll say it now, you, you, were, you, were a great, you were a great teacher. I mean, at least for, for me, from my experiences, I had, you were definitely one of the first teachers that I felt um, didn't talk like other teachers. And, like, there was a level of um, – I guess from it was, you, there's accessibility, you know, to an adult that wasn't like an adult. <laughs> well, I'm gonna let you know a little secret. I really wasn't a teacher, okay? Well, you weren't a teacher? No, it's a joke. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 so I can see. I can't. I I, I full heartedly trust you, so I I can't just I can't just be like I can't call your bullshit now. Oh man, Even you know, it's just it, it's just that I wanted to do things differently as a teacher, um, and I never wanted to be a teacher. That was the thing. It's kind of like I fell into it. And um, yeah, I was, you know, I started teaching when I was 22 and I just, I fell into teaching and I didn't think I was going to be teaching for long. It was like, no. And originally I was supposed to go into politics. Oh. And so I have a degree in IR or international relations also. And I went to school in England. And, um, and Oxford? so, where did you, you go to school in England? Uh, yeah, you about University of London, but okay. then I finished over at Whittier College, and okay. of course Nixon graduated from Whittier College, right? So, when I graduated, my dad said, "So, what senator are you going to go work for?" And I was like, "This is like a dog and pony show." And that was like in the nineties, you know. Yeah. And um, and so I the, just was started... that Bill, Bill, Bill Clinton era or Bush Bush era. Well, it was night when I graduated. It was ninety five, so, so um, like Clinton probably. Clinton? Yeah, Clinton was. I think Clinton just kicking in by that time. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I sold copiers and fax machines my first year out, and I made like eighty grand. But I hated my job. You know, I was like twenty two, and then I fell into teaching. Somebody said, "Don't you have a degree in music?" And I said, "Yes." And they said, "Well, we need a a, a music teacher at our school." So I wanted to apply just for like shits and giggles, right? Yeah. And 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 the, and the principal, I I know she didn't like me, but she just <laughs> now I know why she hired me. She didn't like me. So um, and it was really that those kids were the hardest because they had gone through like um, six long-term subs in one semester. Oh wow. Yeah, so there was only supposed to be one long-term sub, right? Yeah. And they went through six in, in one semester. And that was because of the fact that well, they had this teacher who had, she had a baby, I think. And she, so she, she quit. And um, the kids just loved her. 
So was this at Ayala or is another school before? No, that was a yeah. And um, I just remember like the first thing I went into class and and there's there was this one girl named and she was she was a chola. Okay. Right? <laughs> she, 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 they used yeah, to call yeah. her like nice. Yeah, like, like, uh, it's like what's that movie? Uh, Stand Deliver? Uh, uh. Yeah, no kidding. No, seriously. <laughs> this is like a movie. I'm going to tell you because she had she had the feathered, you know, the, the feathered. Yeah, hair. I remember the look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandy, she had sandy blonde oh, hair and she wore these big old, like, um, these white, big, heavy tank white tops, shirts. right? Like tank tops. No, the, she wore white t shirts. And they were airbrushed, so like she had okay. like laugh now, cry later. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, and yeah. With a big baggy jeans. Baby girl, or, or yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so she came up to me. I'll never forget. She looks up at me because this girl was like, I don't know, maybe she was maybe five two, mm-hmm. and so she was like, she's like, listen, Mr. Rodriguez, we're not gonna do a fucking thing you tell us to do. You hear me? And I'm like 22, dude. Yeah. I have never heard kids talk like that to adults, right? I've never heard such a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the, f-? right? <laughs> and she's got all these, she's got her little posse behind her. Yeah. And I'm all, f-. like, I don't even think it, Bob, because, like, I'm like, uh. <laughs> and so they told me how it was going to work, you see. So, and how it was going to work was that. I was, they were going to do whatever. Yeah. And then there was a kid that used to sit outside the door. His name was Carlos. And Carlos would alert us when, like, somebody was coming. Like a principal? And then, like, yeah, and then, and then he had a code word for the principal, which was PFP, which is the Spanish, you know, PFP. But they would say perra fe peluda, which means, like, the big, hairy, ugly dog. <laughs> you know? So he would say, I'm in a And then everybody would just pretend and I'd have to pretend like I was teaching. Yeah, then, then you're all there, you're like, the trouble clef. And we just turned on. <laughs> <laughs> this one went on for like two weeks. And then I was like, I can't do this. I, yeah. What the fuck am I doing? You know? Like, it's, like, it's like a speakeasy where they just flip it into like a. Oh a my gosh. You know, people. People tell me, oh, you're full of shit. That sounds like a movie. You probably got that. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, oh, was going to say it sounds like a movie. I'm fucking lying, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that, 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 that does happen. Is that very common that, like, the, these classes uh, linger with, like... I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. And the thing is that what happened with me was I finally, like, I wasn't witty. When I got to you guys... I should have become witty. You were very witty. No, you you were. I I, I I credit a lot of your, your wittiness to, to to even my my jokes because like you were just always around like giving people shit all the time. Well, you know those kids at that other school at Mountain View taught me how to be like that because the thing was that see every time they would tell me something they go fuck you and they tell me all this shit so I'd write it down yeah yeah I go home and practice in front of the mirror. <laughs> really? Right? Are yeah. you serious? So, no, I'm dead serious. So. Because I was like scared of these kids, yeah. right? So you want to get them back with their jokes. So I had to, I had to come back with something. So the whole thing was that that, you know, they tell me all these things. So for like, two, you know, I'm telling you, this went on for two weeks when I finally said, "Fuck, I gotta do something. Like, I have to 14, do something." Like, 14 days. 
yeah, something like that. I don't know. Maybe it was a month. I don't know. But the, the bottom line was that I was like, you know, either I'm going to do something or I got to, I'm going back to the, you know, my other job or whatever. And so what happened was that, like I told you, I would go home and I'd practice in front of the mirror. And I probably did that for two weeks after that, just to try to get, you know, to this place where I could say something back without like shaking. I'm telling you, I was scared of these kids, right? I would, I would be, I'm scared of teenagers now. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, you know, it came to the point where, where I just, uh, I decided this is the day. And so I went into to class and I got behind the piano and I was like, okay, you know, I wasn't a great pianist, right? So, but at least I could play on, you know, I knew my, I knew the keys that you were playing. So that, that, that's right. So, so at any rate, it was like, I would just like, okay, we're going to warm up or, you know, whatever. And, and Sandra stood up on the risers and she thought, because we had those sitting risers, right? Yeah. So kind of like what they had at Ayala, but these, those were permanent. These were not. These are, whatever. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she work. stood up and says, Rodriguez, I thought I told you we're going to do a fucking thing you tell us to do. And I'm like, so anyway, you know, I'm like, so you guys, and she said, hey, like she was like, hey, I told you, fucker, we're not doing any of that shit. And I was like, listen, fat ass. <laughs> fucking fat ass down, bitch. Or something. I just like, I just got crazy, right? And I, I was at this point where it was like do or die. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew that, yeah, I could get fired, but I didn't, I really kind of wanted to be fired. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I, just double down I, now. Yeah, it was like, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe they'll come in and maybe they'll watch these kids and maybe, you know, because I'm in this place where I don't know what to do. Like, you know, and I don't know. I was just fucking scared, you know? Yeah. And, and they would threaten me and, and I've never dealt with that before. And I was, I was just, that's not the way I was raised. So she was like, what did you say? And I'm all, listen, fat bitch. I told you to sit your fucking ass down. And inside, I'm fucking like shaking, probably shaking. My head. <laughs> right? And everyone goes, ooh, you know, and it gets quiet. And so she and I are going at it for, I don't know, another few minutes until I, you know, I fucking just told her, told her, I let her have it. And yeah. She finally, yeah. she sat down and then she tried a few more times. And, um, and then maybe the next day, I think it might have gone on for maybe, maybe two or three days. And maybe even her threatening, I'm going to go to the principal. I go, go to the principal. At this point, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Whatever happens, happens. And so finally, she got in line. And because she was the leader of the posse, everybody else got in line mm -hmm. with like green eyes. And that was it, dude. And they taught me how to teach. No joke. Because yeah. I'm glad that I was there. Because when I went to Ayala, Ayala was nothing. And especially when... Oh, yeah, we were... At one point, you know, they had... <laughs> you weren't there at this point, but at one point, they had put 150 kids in my, my mixed chorus. 150? Yeah. In one, in one class? Yes. Yeah. Is that... Oh, wow. Yeah, you know that's not fucking... How, how do you... How, I, 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 like, 100, 150... Wow. That's a, yeah. that's a lot. Because what's the, what's the minimum of a class? I mean, I, I think 30 was the minimum... Like in a normal class, when I was a kid, right? No, like, like, okay, so yeah, there, there was a minimum for, but 
in okay for for core classes but for the arts oh okay you don't have a maximum and you don't have a minimum. oh oh so they just feel that's but, why sometimes those classes felt like why are there so many fucking kids in this one class but there's also capacity in the room there's a room capacity yeah right? so you know i mean Is that the that, yeah. i'm sure 150 i don't know i don't think that was legal but whatever the case you know so but you know you they taught me so when i got to you guys i was like oh you guys are nothing <laughs> I, mean, I, can ha- I can handle y'all you know? i survived i survived chola cholas <laughs> yeah. My oh my yeah these these chin hills kids they're, they're nothing they're <laughs> yeah um, you know. they're all posers yeah yeah um wow I, I didn't i didn't know so um that was was that the first school and then after that you went to ayala right after or with others yeah then uh, so uh, you, you were yeah. just fresh out of that out of living uh, dangerous minds in, into <laughs> yeah. like a suburban uh, choir. Yeah, cross between a living color and dangerous mind. That's crazy. Um, but so then you, you were even younger. I, I thought you were, I thought you were on like 27 when you were teaching me, but I guess you were much younger. When, when I got to Ayala, well, that was, um, I started November 4th, I think of 1998. Okay. Something like that. And because they finally released me because I started at, at and I went to the next year and then they I got the job at Ayala, but they didn't want to release me right away. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't release me uh, in Mountain View until November. Those kids you had trouble with, did, did it change or like, you got to teach them music, or, or oh it was yeah, just... no, no, no. They, they were they were good kids after. You know, they just, you know, they were just used to kicking the subs' asses. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Went in there and the subs were like, "I'm out of here." I'm telling you, they went through six in one semester. Yeah, no, like, so, that is like a movie. That that that's like the cliche yeah. of every like urban school story where a teacher comes in like, "We lost twelve subs, and you're the last oh, one." Yeah. You know, like... and, and nobody tells me shit. Yeah. And I'm a brand new teacher. Like I was, a, I had never had a fucking teaching class in my life. Yeah, like well, what, what's because because you have you have a degree, but then you can just hire up as a teacher. There's no. Well, I have a music. Or... I have a, a BA. Okay. And I double majored in music and international relations. So th- then I was able to go on at that time an emergency credential. Gotcha. So I never did student teaching. That was <laughs> those were my student teachers. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, here. okay, yeah, yes. oh, yeah. Wow. Those were my two wow. teachers, yeah. You got, you got the one in the fire. They were, they were the best. Actually, all of you guys, truly, all of you were the best. Because especially what I do now, um, like, it's funny because um, I was talking to some life coaches, mm-hmm. and I was telling them how really, you know, as a teacher, I would always tell you guys, and I don't know if you remember this, but I'd always say, you know, you guys teach me more than I will ever teach you. Or I will learn more from you guys than you will ever learn from me. And that was the truth. Um, because of the fact that you guys taught me so many things without even knowing what you taught me. Um, and just me having to adjust to those things. A, you know, a good teacher is one that, that looks to help everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, even the straggler or even the kid who none of the other teachers like. And, uh, you know, we had yeah. those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everybody had a place. You know, that was one of the things that 
I was animated about was that the choir room would be a haven for anybody that came in. And, and really, you know, kids would tell me years after, they'd say, you know what? I never would have hung out with that kid had it not been for choir. Yeah. Because at one point we had the student body president in there. We had, you know, band kids, we had drama kids. We yeah, had yeah. Track stars, basketball. This girl, the nerdiest guy, <laughs> same class. Yeah, yeah. Same and they were all like it. friends, you know, somehow. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, teenagers, teenagers. That's just, that's just. Yeah, the yeah. You, know? you know, there's always going to be that shit. Yeah. But, you know, learning to deal with everybody and all the personalities and not only that, but the parents. Because at Ayala, all the parents were so involved. Yeah, choir, the choir, choir did seem like um, a safe space for a lot of us, you know? And I, I, I can only speak for myself, but I know other kids that were having hard times with their families or um, just being in high school, period. And uh, yeah. I, I, I never forget that, like, you're right, that everyone had, had a place in choir, even, like, the most underappreciated girl who's, like, shy and and i remember you gave solos to people that like were just wallflowers that you would never see and then you get to and then you get a chance to see them perform and they they, they come out their you know like they there's something that about performance that really um triggers something in a lot of people that gives them a moment to um just feel beyond who they are who they think they are you know uh mm. and i feel like you always capture that and even for me like you, you gave me a lot of opportunities and uh, I, I, a lot of the reasons why I continue to do what I do is because you gave me those opportunities. And I, I, I never, I never forgot that. Like I, for a moment in my childhood, I felt good enough because uh, for me growing up, my, my father always tried to get me to do sports and you know, get a scholarship, you know, the, the normal kind of be doctors. Like, like, <laughs> like that, that was like the goal for every Asian, Asian father. So when, um, you know, I, I took interest in art and he didn't know how to, direct that you know uh sure. and he loves seeing he loves me perform but he didn't know like how can this be uh mark right. how, how how can he make a career of this how can, how can sure. you know yeah yeah which makes any parent parent nervous but um <laughs> I, but yeah I, I choir choir was the seed to um everything for me that evolved into like new performance and and, and now uh, you know as a dj performer you know like it's all it's it, it, i i i give credit to to, to choir for opening that door for me because um i probably would be just selling doing what my parents wanted and you know and just kind of blindly maybe not doing something i'm happy doing you know but but now i've, I've lived a life as an entertainer you know I've, I've had my highs and lows and um i i love what i do now you know so it, it's one of those things where i wouldn't that that evolution wouldn't have took place if i didn't have choir so um for for me it's been it's been a it's like anytime I hear about the arts and you know losing funding, like no support the arts. Kids need the arts. You know, like like that. That's the one place where like they get to express who they are and and you know find a a bit of something that that you can't really get from you know doing book work. And although there's a lot of learning and studying uh, with performing, but like um, it's to put yourself in front of a stage, in front of an audience, uh, to be vulnerable, you know, and, and also to connect with other people who have the same. Um, same desires and, 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 and talents you have, you know, it, it's, it's an unexplainable thing unless you were there, you know, like, like some people look at choir, like, Oh, choir, like, uh, that's cheesy. But like, um, no, we, we, we had a great time. And, you know, it depends on the choir, you know, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. 
and because you know you also had that family setting there mm -hmm. too, that family image um that i think that that really did help a lot of kids and you know so it was just that choir room at Ayala was an amazing place and yeah it was such a fun interview uh thanks for watching guys it's just a uh, part one of a two-parter that we'll be doing for just for mr aaron riez uh, my choir teacher from my childhood um so it's great to talk to him catch up with him and uh hear about his career uh we're gonna go more in depth on uh, the net part two and then we have more guests lined up uh throughout the, throughout the month and week so uh, if you want to be part of this if you want to be uh if you want to talk about whatever topic you'd like uh you know come on dm me uh let's let's do it love to talk to you love to speak to you um, but hey, my name is Guitar Marcus. This has been Unplugged. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> but don't forget to be safe, be kind, and be you. Peace.